Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode. Today we are going to talk about don't pin the butterfly. Not all hobbies need to become hassles. A couple of years ago, I got really interested in pearl tea, a kind of fermented tea produced in China, which can sell for thousands of dollars. I tried some, like it, read about its history, and then my mind started racing. Why is it so hard to buy pearl tea in Europe? Maybe I could import it and create an online shop. I was trying so hard to pin the butterfly. Sometimes the idea and passion are best left alone, give enough space to expand, travel, and connect with other ideas and passions. But our worship of entrepreneurship has made us run after viable business, profitable ventures, the kind of activities where time spent translates into money earned. Hobbies are healthy. While most people are aware hobbies tend to make us happier, they are also scientifically proven to make us healthier. For instance, researchers found that hobbies are associated with lower blood pressure and a lower body mass index. The impact is so important. Hobbies are considered part of the psychosocial predictors of survival for patients who went through breast cancer surgery. In another study, having a hobby was associated with better health functions. Hobbies seem to help us live a calmer life, which reflects on the body, especially for people in high-pressure, demanding jobs. Hobbies can sometimes feel like a necessity. Something I have learned actually from a collection of Ernest Hemingway quotes about writing. It's important of disconnecting from the current task and entire thought pattern around building a business. Hobbies do that for me. They occupy my attention and keep me from endlessly working on a business problem, at least consciously explain Tyler Stringas, founder of Ernest Capital. Hobbies are also a way to shape our identity. Dr. Patricia Lingville from the psychology department at Duke University found that the narrower our vision of self, the more prone we are to depression and anxiety. She called this concept self-complexity our perceived knowledge of ourselves, based on the number of distinct aspects we believe we possess, goals, relationships, and activities, all are part of a network forming our sense of self. The lower your self-complexity, the more fragile you are. Let's say you're a man who thinks about his life mainly in terms of work and family. If your manager gives you hard feedback, that 50% of your sense of self taking a hit. But if your self-complexity is higher, let's say you have a couple of hobbies, personal goals outside of work, and relationship outside of your family member, then part will be lessened. But the growing trend of people turning their hobby into side hustles. If hobbies are this good, why do we try to turn them into work? Hobbies are a contradiction. 
they take work and turn it into leisure, and take leisure and turn it into work. Hobby occupy the borderland that is beyond play but not yet employment, writes Stephen Gerber, author of Hobbies, Leisure and the Culture of Work in America. Maybe the thin line is why it's so hard to let a hobby stay just a hobby. Hobby versus hustles. More than 2 million people sell creative items on Etsy. For money, what started as a creative outlet become a business. Of course, in some instances, it is necessary to make a hobby more professional. For example, if the goal is to break into specific industry, or if you are genuine strapped for cash and need the extra income. But it's undeniable monetization will complexify your relationship with your craft. My long-term vision has almost always been to become some sort of professional creative who makes a living by pursuing his taste. I know from reading about other professionals that it's a long and winding road that takes decades to achieve. For example, to reach the point where you are basically paid to do whatever you like, but the money isn't really the point. I think I've, I had been thinking about money all along, it would have been stiffing and exhausting. Creative freedom has always been really, really important to me. I don't want to compromise on something because I think it get more sale or be more popular if it means I don't love the work. There's enough of that in professional work context. Shares Bisakan Verasami, co-founder of Jibaboom, and also of soon to be published friendly, ambitious nerd. When I asked him about his opinion on hobbies versus hustles, pushing too hard to turn a hobby into a hustle can actually make you lose your passion. In an article, Anne Friedman explained how one of her friends who loved Crockett decided to sell her design to get some extra income, making her hobby a business ring it for her, and she has stopped Grockling altogether since he found a better paying job. To me, the main difference between a hobby and hustle is whether you have to do it even when you don't want to. Client waiting for a deliverable. Customer who subscribed to receive a specific service. Paid commitment to write a piece. That's a hustle. Nobody cares whether I do the thing or not. That's a hobby. When you put it this way, it makes sense to keep some hobbies that are just hobbies. Spaces of self-expression where you can experiment and play whenever you feel like it. Butterflies have often been used as a metaphor for freedom. Turning every single hobby into a hustle is akin to walking around with cyanide filled jar to kill and pin every butterfly you see. Sometimes it's better to just enjoy the chaos of your creative flow without trying to capture and catalyze it.